We play and call it work. Mini Wargamer Dave here from MiniWargaming.com. Welcome, Wargamers, to the Shrine of Chaos. If you've never participated in the Shrine of Chaos before, this is what happens. We use our eyes of terror, and we look out into the warp. And when we see things that don't make sense, we blame them for being Tau, and then we eat them for breakfast. Other than that, anything goes in the Shrine of Chaos, because we are home to the warp, especially right here, from my rec room. This is where we're making videos now, and we're making them from my dining room, because we are semi-quarantined. I say semi because we're allowed to go out of the house and get groceries and medicine, but we're not really allowed to go anywhere else, uh, not unless it's absolutely necessary. And that's okay, because we do want to help flatten the curve of this world pox that Nurgle has so gifted us this day of reckoning. And it, it, we're just making the best out of a very Nurgly situation. Because, you know, he had an argument with Korn, and then, you know, they had this fight in, in, on the other side of the world, and then it's just happened to explode from there. And that's what happens when uh, Chaos fights. Everyone has to hide in their homes. To see what happened there? Anyway, uh, we're going to be discussing an idea today. And this idea is making an Inquisitor campaign based on the video game because I've been playing it thanks to a good friend of mine, Tom Shuby. He gifted it to me, so I've been playing it with him. It's a lot of fun. has been fun. Thank you, Vengeance 13 Laid or Vengeance 1 Blade for subscribing. Either way, you are now subscribed, and I thank you. Going back to the subject at hand, which is Inquisitor Campaign and making a narrative campaign out of it. And the reason why I want to do this is because, first and foremost, Inquisitors are cool. Now, I say that, being a Chaos player, because if there was a Chaos equivalent to an Inquisitor, can you imagine? Of course there isn't, because, you know, they're all about burning the witch and... Uh, uh, purging the mutant and killing the demon and all of all this stuff. So uh, obviously there isn't that. They would be named something completely different and it would be somebody dedicated to killing everyone who's all part of the Imperium, which is basically chaos. Just name any chaos and there you go, right? But Inquisitors are, are neat because they are space cops who can go around and they are the voice of the Emperor and they're able to just say, all right, I... I I lay down the law here, and what I say goes, and you better listen, otherwise the wrath of the Emperor will be at your doorstep, and I'll be leading that wrath, so you don't want to be doing that. And they work with a whole bunch of leaders to make things happen, and they just make them happen, whether it's by force or it's by politics. They are cool beings. Whoa, what is going on here? I see. Hey, uh, Farrah, can you call Ruby? Ruby, here you come. Uh, that was my flesh hound, Ruby, and uh, she was uh, eating my lunch. So that's what happens when you turn your back for two seconds on a flesh hound of chaos. They eat whatever is in front of them, as they should. Seems, let's see here, all hail Gork. What? Okay, so starfish. You, you, we're talking about other things right now, and you're talking about the green skin that is prevalent in your in your being, which is fine. We don't judge such things. If you're a Tau, we judge you, but if you're a green skin, you are accepted into the fold. Dave, how's your wife's army coming along, says Seaworm. 
Well, uh, we have just started our slow grow campaign. And you know, hold on, that's something I'm going to talk about in a few minutes. I, w- I want to stick with the the Inquisitor campaign idea for a second here because I want to discuss some things with you guys going back and forth because many of you have played it and some of you haven't. Some of you know what Inquisitors are, some of you don't. Uh, some of you have played the game, know what Inquisitors are, and can lend ideas. Some of you haven't played Inquisitor, don't know what Inquisitors are, and can also lend ideas. So basically, I just want to have a discussion about crafting and creating a narrative campaign based on the Inquisitor video game. And I say that specifically because there are certain assets and things I want to, uh, mechanics that I want to include in a campaign. I think it would be similar to the Death Watch campaigns that we have had in the past that we have produced and posted on Mini Wargaming. In the past, there will be character upgrade trees and there's going to be items that are lootable, whether they're on the bodies of the fallen on the battlefield or they're in specific crates that can be opened on the battlefield. Either way, you'll have the opportunity to add to your character different items, whether they're uh, inoculators or purity seals, signums and implants and all of this stuff are just all this extra little bits that are all part of your character. And you can experience them by killing guys and you can get, uh, what are they called when you kill achievements? You get achievements and by getting achievements, you get certain perks. And I want to physicalize all this stuff on the tabletop by means of creating and crafting cards that represent all of this so that when you're playing your characters, and I guess similar to a, a kill team type mission or uh, campaign, each individual model will be important on your team, if you even have a team. I was thinking it could be a team, or you could just simply represent one guy on the battlefield. And when I say you, I mean a player, because the player will be one of the mini wargaming guys, or if we don't go back to work for a very long time, then it's going to end up being uh, one of my kids, or possibly uh, my wife, Farah. Uh, yeah, I haven't asked her this yet, but uh, that maybe, uh, maybe she might want to do it. But that's a discussion that I'll need to have with her later. But I know that Dana, my daughter, really likes these types of campaigns because I just filmed a Fallout campaign with her. And in that campaign, there was a character upgrade uh, opportunities and trees and experience and then items and lootable things, items and weapons of war gear that she was able to add to her character. And she told me afterwards that that was her most favorite and fun aspect of the campaign was just looting stuff and picking stuff up of, off of bodies and out of crates and adding them to her character. She really enjoyed that aspect of it. And so I'm, I'm going to be creating that, uh, the, okay, so first off, feedback. I'm going to open it up to you guys right now. Mukrar, just subscribe. Thank you very much for subscribing. You are the best, and hi back to you. Uh, let's open it up to you guys. Uh, first off, if you were to see an Inquisitor campaign, Warhammer 40k Inquisitor campaign on Mini Wargaming, it's a narrative campaign, it's story-driven, and it has the upgrade elements based based from the video game, What what are some things that you would want to see in the campaign? Some things specifically. What do you think you would want to see or expect to see or think would be really cool if it was included in the campaign? What's some stuff here? Let's see. 
I'm going to read some of these comments in the meantime until you guys uh, respond. Azar Hell says, I feel like this game is more about powerful heroes like Super Soldier, which are way above the common human. It is way different from the JDR Dark Heresy. Okay, yeah, if that, that's something you would expect to see. It sounds like a great idea for a Wrath of Glory campaign. You could do it virtually with the team. Virtually with the team. Ah, I see. Okay. I, that is its own thing. Wrath and Glory is its own thing. And it already has a system, an upgrade uh, system to it, and a role-playing system to it. This is something that would be custom and unique. It would be skinned on top of Warhammer 40k. Because that's, that's something that I really enjoy doing, and that's what I'm all about. I'm all about playing 40k, but playing it in a custom way that suits my creative needs and outlet to want to apply things to 40k. Because I love 40k so much, and I also love other things so much, and I want to combine them. So that is the template. The template is 40k rules customized to fit whatever theme we're using, which in this case is the Inquisitor video game. Really sounds like a great idea for a Wrath of Glory. Uh, let's see. Uh, not familiar with the video game, but a high-tech orangutan. But a high-tech orangutan. Okay. Uh, not sure what that means, but uh, it sounds kind of funny. How the Inquisitor obtains information. Yeah, you would expect to see how the Inquisitor obtains information. Okay. That is something to, uh, to expect to see. Um, so you want to see that, do you? Because you know how he obtains information. That's not, that's not the most pleasant of things. For the Inquisitor campaign, I want A, a clear goal. B, a journey. C, some kind of young Inquisitor learning the ropes. Says Miso Miso 82 I think those are fantastic ideas. In fact, before I forget those ideas, I'm going to make a note and write that down because I think that's really cool. I think that'd be neat to see. Let's see where it, before it goes away here. A clear goal. A clear goal. Other than just like purge the alien, cleanse the mutant, kill the heretic. A clear goal. Okay. And then you also said a journey. Yes, of course, there will be a journey. Uh, and then uh, a young a young one learning the ropes. Yeah, I think that'd be cool too. That would be interesting. Uh, interesting how to work that in, actually. I would like to see perks for either being a radical or a Puritan, much like in the game. Perks for being a radical or a Puritan. Okay, so you get certain benefits if you are if you lean one way over the other. Uh, one isn't necessarily better than the other. They are just different, and they all add to the flavor of your preferred game style. I like that. I don't know anything about Inquisitors. Well... Uh, that's the cool thing about this campaign is because you can, you will have the opportunity to learn about Inquisitors uh, along with everyone and along with me as well because I don't know everything there is to know about Inquisitors. I know a very, very little bit about Inquisitors because there's a lot to know about them. There's just so much to know about them. I think a Sister Retinue member is a must to them. Uh, oh, so for those of you who are not familiar, 
in the video game, you're able to play as one of three different character types. You can play as a, a basically a close combat guy, uh, where you are have suits of power armor or really strong armor, like a assault armor, uh, or you can play as an assassin, and uh, you're human. And in each case, you are a human. Um, and then you can also play as a, a psyker. And so those are like your three uh, types, right? And I think uh, I would stay true to the game and make it so every player could play one of those character types and grow their character according to what type they choose. Everything has been quality from MWDG, so whatever you all push out is going to be golden. This is Little Rocker Dude. Thank you very much for that for that encouragement. That That's awesome to hear that, and uh, you better believe we will give you the absolute best that we are able to produce. Uh, Tom Shuey says, I would like to... I would like it to play like Resident Evil and Fallout campaigns did, stratagems and loot cards. Yes, absolutely, it will play like that. Uh, there will be stratagems. I will I will craft stratagems based from the game that makes sense on the tabletop. I will do that exact thing. And uh, if you're if you're familiar with the game, you'll you'll even see specific names of stratagems and be like, oh, okay, I recognize that from the video game. And in the game and on the tabletop, this is how it translates, and this is how it makes sense. Uh, didn't GW actually have an Inquisition game a number of years ago? Um, I, I actually don't know. Um, I am un currently unfamiliar with that. If that is the case, fantastic, and maybe I'll look into it. If not, um, actually, in either case, I'm going to forge ahead and create my own version of it because I get a lot of fun and satisfaction doing that. Uh, a lot of storytelling with a GM. That will inevitably happen. What Sunda said, purge the Xenos. Well, filthy Xenos to purge. See, uh, yeah, see, I agree with that. Uh, you can purge the filthy Xenos, and I like that. See, I, I really, really like that. And I also think it'd be neat if uh, at times they, uh, the Inquisitor side, we'll call it the side, uh, can team up with certain chapters of space marines uh and there's going to be certain times when you're fighting chaos uh because that happens in the video game and it's a lot of fun when that does happen it's fun when you fight the corn and you see the the alpha legion or you see the word bearers and you see all this stuff represented on in the game it's just so satisfying that the satisfaction value is huge because the guys are massive they're as big as they should be and compared to these humans, and it looks really, really cool. 2001, it was out as a game. Okay, so it's really old. There are three Ordos uh, that focus on demons, aliens, or heretics, but beyond that are overriding ideologies which divide the Inquisition. Yes. So are you the Ordo Malleus, the Ordo Hereticus, or the Ordo, what's the last one? Ordo Xenos, I think is what it is, actually. Uh, can't remember the name of the unit, but Inquisitors have a troop type that uh, is a high-tech orangutan, Jogasto. Uh, that I, I'm not sure about. I don't know. I'm still learning all this stuff. All I know is that it really excites me because I'm playing the game. Uh, I pl I've played the game a handful of times with Tom and, and his brother and, and their other friend, and it's... 
this is the feeling I get when I play the game. First off, I, I really like it. It is it reminds me of Diablo 2 back in the whenever that was made 20 plus years ago. And the hack and slash aspect of that where you go and you go uh, you fight stuff and uh, you collect things that are dropped and you upgrade along the way and you kind of you almost just like mindlessly go and kill enemies. Uh, there's a bit of a story. Each mission has a, a clear objective, and uh, it, it's there's so much satisfaction in working as a team and killing hordes of guys together. It is fun. It is just a lot of fun, I, I must say. Uh, so that's why I want to do it, because I'm having so much fun doing it right now, uh, playing it right now. I, I, I want to play it on the tabletop. I think it would be uh, super fun. Uh, would they draw from the Death Watch to sprinkle in some Marines? Yeah, they would draw from. Uh, they would draw from many, many things. I think would be appropriate and good. Uh, you seen the Astartes animations on YouTube? Yes, I have, and they are fantastic. Very, very impressive. I would like to see a very specific uh, see very specific tree skills, like the one for the assassin, focus on agility. The one for the leading man with prayer. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play the game a whole bunch. I'm gonna play the game as uh, multiple different character types, so I get to know each of the characters and I can grow the characters in certain ways. And so I get a good feel for the best things to include from each character type the best things uh best upgrades to include because i can't include everything it should be it'd be way too much uh the amount of uh, upgrades that you can actually get in the video game is uh it's, it's a lot right you can put many many hours into it and rightfully so there should be the amount of upgrades that are available but on the tabletop you have to be more practical because the amount of games that you play well especially if it's filmed will be less and so uh you know, who knows? It might be six missions. It could be 10 missions. It could be something like that. So the upgrades have to make sense within that time frame. Uh, and I think multiple upgrades throughout the mission and also upgrades that take effect right away in the mission are also a thing. That would be the best. Uh, let's see. A clear goal, as in, kill the sorcerer or solve the murder. And the climax is achieving slash not achieving that goal. Oh, I see. Okay, I got you, got you. So from the very first mission, i.e. throwing the ring into Mount Doom. Got you. That makes, that makes sense. So at the very beginning of the campaign, the very first episode, the story time narrative for the episode will explain the overall goal of the entire campaign. And uh, however we, however which way we get there, is going to differ and vary depending on the players, right? But we will get there, and it will be fun. And there will be a clear-cut goal to it. Uh, there actually was uh, three years ago when I, I made the, the side-scroller campaign with Josh, there was a clear goal, and the goal was to get to the top of the building that we were ascending, and that was it. It was, yeah, go to the top, you're going to be fighting a lot of monsters throughout this massive fortress. Uh, and you need to reach the top. And once you reach the top and defeat the boss there, then you win. So that's basically the campaign, right? 
Um, super simple, super fun, and then just fleshed out with the details that come once we get into the campaign itself. Four actually can play Tech Priest in the expansion. Oh, interesting. Okay. That I didn't know. Haven't played the expansion yet. Dave, uh, well, this be while this be focused on an Inquisitor slash Inquisitors figuring out a threat to the Imperium, or will it focus on the infighting within the Inquisition? It's going to... It'll focus on a, a, a threat that's going to be fighting. Like the Inquisition will be teaming up to fight against something else. Um, the infighting, although that might be interesting to read about, I think it's more interesting to watch and view them fighting Xenos and them fighting Chaos and them fighting a common enemy. That'd be, that would be more fun to watch and to play, actually. Does a Nurgle-aligned Inquisitor carry around disinfecting wipes and antivirus to punish the bad guys? <laughs> Look at that. Just reading that gave me Nurgle's rot. Uh, let's see. I would like to see the over, overly complicated bureaucracy playing against the player like... The try to got somewhere, but another faction, let's say, let's stay sister of battle, Space Marines, prevent them from doing what they should do. I feel like Inquisitors should deal with the inside the Emperor. Uh, I, I think I understand what you're saying. Uh, just the, the irony that is all of the red tape, you want to see that somehow come into play. Uh, and you know what? Maybe that can be as simple as Whenever there's loot items that are drawn from the loot deck, from dropped uh, dead bodies or, or crates that people can open, maybe one of the cards is uh, it's a red tape card where you don't get any items. It just says that uh, the imperial bureaucrats are just taking too long to make a decision on what you or, or that the process will take uh, a thousand years or whatever happens to be. There's going to be some sort of wording that says that you don't get an item is basically the bottom line. I think that would be funny. Yes, Inquisitor play within 55 million minis. Uh, sir, may we have the coordinates for the target for the Chaos Comet Bombs? Ooh, yes. Uh, I'm going to wait uh, a few minutes just on that one. But yes, we will do the Chaos Comet Bomb very soon. Jokero? Not sure what that is. The Orangutan. Orangutan guy is called a Jokero. They're really cool. Uh, maybe items or information you can get on missions to use as leverage to get troops or items. One use or multiple support stuff. Ah, interesting. Interesting. I like that. Okay, so you pick up something. Ah, okay. So let's see. Uh, Item, items one can uh, lead to use of troops slash units in future missions. That's cool. I like that. That'd be really neat. Can you imagine if there was some sort of... Uh, sealed data slate uh or you 
yeah, it, it, it is actually that. It's a data slate, and you uh, you find it on somebody, and it is information. Like, it's a requisition, or it's an order that enables you to uh, purchase the right to use a certain troop or unit in the upcoming mission. That would be really cool. I think that would be neat. In fact, maybe that's uh, something that could be one off of a boss, or maybe it's something as small as you picking it up as an item uh, and from one of the dead from one of the fallen enemies uh, I have to said I love the vertical side scroller board it says ours hell thank you very much uh, Eltharnid yes there is the Shrine of Chaos uh, that streams every Wednesday actually uh, if you've never known this before every Wednesday at 1pm Eastern Time that's the time of the Shrine of Chaos. Typically, it's at the Mini Wargaming Studios, but right now, doing it from my house because of COVID-19. But you are here, and you know what? I typically do it at 1, not at 3. So maybe that's why you are just seeing this now. It's because I do it at 1. And why do I do it at 1? Huh. Why do I do it at 1? I did it because it was the best time for work scheduling and people watching from different sides of the world time. But I wonder if there is a better time because many years ago I used to do it at 3 p.m. And that also proved to be a good time to do it. I could also do it in the evening since I'm at home. You know, this it's interesting. Uh, I, I'll have to look at possibly doing it another time. Dave, I want to suggest uh, to you that you look at the board game Shadows of Brimstone. It is a dungeon crawl, but when the heroes level up, they are able to select a new skill from a basic four-path skill tree. This would give the Inquisitor a new skill to use in each battle slash mission. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, sea Worm. Let's see. Shadows of Brimstone. Let me see. Okay, so look up. Shadows of Brimstone. Okay, thank you for that suggestion. Let's see. Uh, I can't remember what it, uh, what it was called, but maybe a mechanic like Matt used for the fantasy campaign with the Elf and Barbarian. Mechanic like Matt. Okay, so you're talking about Yagvir and Tor. Can't remember what it was called, but maybe a mechanic like Matt used. So what mechanic are you talking about specifically? What kind of mechanic? Because I know for that one, he had cards that he printed out. Or he had uh, sheets of, they're like little cards of paper that he printed out. Um, and I actually, I had nothing to do with that campaign. So I can't speak as to what exactly happened in that campaign. All I know is that it had a funny jingle at the very beginning of it. And it looked like it was a lot of fun. Blood for the Blood God, says Chaotic Color Studios, and that is a phrase that we can absolutely agree with. Uh, that might be, I'm usually still working when 1 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. is better for EU, I guess. Evening would get the worst views, right? Well, it's evening on the eastern uh, seaboard uh, of, uh, you know, that, that would actually, it all depends. I could do it at 1 a.m., and that could be the best time for a very specific spot in the world. Uh, so it's really, what is the best time for you is different from what is the best time collectively for everybody. Evening would get the most views, right? Uh, 
theoretically. Also, the d delay is terrible. Google low latency Twitch when you're done to set it up. Uh, yep, the cards with special rules each was basically one use only per game. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I like that. Create one use only per game items slash cards. I like that. That is pretty cool. By the way, I'm thinking of adding some Thunder Hammer and Combi Bolt are chosen to run with Abby, says AC the Rock Devil. So Thunder Hammer and Combi Bolt are chosen. Is there a reason why that uh, you're doing it with Chosen and not with Terminators? Just asking. Because for a little bit more points, you get more wounds and invuln saves and better save. In all other respects, I believe they are the same. Even with their attacks. And yeah, heck, you could uh, deep strike with them. But with your deep strike with Thunder Hammers is not necessarily what you want to do. They would become bringers of despair at that point. Uh, they would be Abaddon's retinue. Because I don't think Chaos Terminators can take Thunder Hammers. Uh, that would be the reason. Yeah, okay. Now I understand why you're not. But they do have Chain Fists, which are almost as good as Thunder Hammers. I would prefer if you don't do the Shrine of Chaos later. I am on the other side of the ocean. It will be in the middle of the night. And they could fit in a Land Raider with Abby. So could the Terminators. Although it would be four Terminators that would have to fit with Abby. <coughs> Excuse me. I see. Well, okay. I understand the logic. So... I think I've gotten a good amount of ideas here from you guys, and I appreciate your feedback. I am, I am currently working on it right now, and it's, I gotta tell you, it is just fun, so much fun. Uh, chain fists kind of suck. Uh, well, they're not the best, and they're expensive, and also because possessed are demon that way cooler. Uh, hey Dave, hey Slayer Case, how are you? Your axe is at the studio. It is not here. Well, I should say my axe because you gave it to me, but the axe that you gave me is at the studio. It's not here. So uh, maybe I should go get it so that I could fend off all of the, uh, the Xenos that want to come into the house to eat the Cheerios. All right, let's see. Descenda says, how about recruiting a war band to travel with you for the whole campaign or for a few missions? You could choose from different mercenaries at different costs like Gorka Morka your warband could rank up after each mission interesting interesting okay so hmm so you get let's see let's see this for a second I'm going to put hire a warband because that's kind of... I like that idea. Hire a warband because you get credits in the game. You pick up money that you can buy stuff with. And who knows? Maybe you can purchase uh, the the use of a warband. So hire a warband for a 
mission or more. The warband upgrades to very cool idea. <coughs> Excuse. <coughs> I just need a drink of water. I don't have Nurgle's Rock. Okay. Stay home. Be safe. Uh, yes. Hi. Uh, you are awesome. Uh, okay. So any more ideas or suggestions or things that you would want to see? If you have just... Come on, the Shrine of Chaos right now. We're discussing the uh, uh, Inquisitor campaign idea. Because right now I'm playing Inquisitor on Steam. And it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. And I want to make a tabletop narrative campaign out of it. So what that means is using Warhammer 40k rules and applying some custom rules on top of that that are Inquisitor video game themed. And so there would be upgrade trees and there would be upgrades and characters that gain experience and have perks and they're able to hire war bands to help them out and fight alongside space marines sometimes and uh, create one use only per game items slash cards that you can use because that's an idea that somebody threw out there lots of fun don't inquisitors have a blank check as far as money is concerned uh, well yeah I suppose so right because uh, I mean heck that that would make sense, I believe, because if they are the voice of the emperor and they just want something done, then they can have it done. But we have to create some sort of medium of exchange in order for you to collect and upgrade. So there has to be something added there. But I, I guess narratively, you could you could just you write a blank check. <clears throat> These are some good things here. Lots of good ideas. I appreciate that. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out the video that I posted today, it's a vlog update for uh, stuff that I'm doing at home and uh, the stuff that I'm working on. I just finished editing three episodes, uh, or I finished editing my third episode of my Who Would Win series that I've been filming with my boys, and lots of fun. I showed you last week, the uh, gave you a teaser of what uh, the first episode was going to be. So that's going to start to be posted uh, soon. Uh, Got to look at the content schedule to see exactly when it's going to be going to be posted i want to cash up a little bit on that just so you you have a <clears throat> a consistent release of those videos because it would be a couple videos a week for that um some wicked looking miniatures heavily modified miniatures yes uh i envision actually a lot of magnetization of weapon options <clears throat> because you know you pick up a new weapon you want to see it on the guy i i think that would be the best Governors are not always forthcoming with giving information to Inquisitors because it could cost them an entire world. See, that I, I think that's cool. I think that's really neat. Um, and that's that's true. Uh, okay, what was I saying? So yeah, so doing the Who Would Wins with my boys. So I was working on that. And I'm also editing up the first game that I did with my wife, the first episode of the Slow Grow campaign. So we have started to play... Warhammer 40k together. I taught her 40k. I made a video of that teaching her 40k, uh, which I'm editing and will be posting soon. And also, uh, we are we have started filming our slow grow campaign. And every how it works is we start with just a handful of units. And there's a twofold reason for doing it this way: uh, a slow grow campaign where every time we play a new battle, 
we add one more unit, but the unit is chosen by you, the viewer. So there are polls, which are which I'm posting on the Facebook community. So if you're not on our Facebook, go to our Facebook so that when you see those polls come up, you can vote on which unit she should be adding next to her uh, Blood Angels force. I will also be putting posts uh, polls on there for my Black Legion force because it's just a fun way of getting you guys to be a part of the campaign as well. <clears throat> so that's that's that. Um, so there's let me see. There's that. There's that. And then I'm also working on the Inquisitor. And uh, <clears throat> yes, yeah, somebody did say polls. Um, that kind of polls, not not those kind of polls. Uh, Slayer case kind of polls, the kind that you vote with axes. My interest level has significantly increased. Ah, okay. I, I saw what you did there. Didn't realize you were a slow Nash player. Yep, the cards with special rules. Each was basically one use only per game. That's kind of neat. I like that. You know, that's not something that I've incorporated yet into one of my campaigns, but I could certainly use that idea and incorporate it into the campaign. Uh, I think it would be cool. In fact, I think it would be fun to have a combination of that plus permanent upgrades that stay with you. I would like to do the uh, both. All right, now it's time for a Chaos Comment Bomb. You guys ready for this? We are going to do a Chaos Comment Bomb. Uh, let's see. Okay, this is where we're going to look for. We're going to look for somebody, okay? We're going to look for somebody, and we're going to find... We're going to find somebody. Are you ready to find somebody gonna do it we're gonna find somebody we'll look for somebody find somebody okay I'm gonna look for um... oh that's cool that's super cool okay I'm searching for somebody right now on the tubes of you and <clears throat> let's see uh, <laughs> let's see what uh, he is up to let's see what he's up to I don't know what he's uh... okay that's what I'm gonna do All right, here it is. You guys ready for it? Because we're going to chaos common bomb this unsuspecting guy. And uh, he's gonna love life because he has no idea that it's coming. And I can't wait to hear his reaction. All right, so I'm gonna post a link in the chat or a block of links. Click on any one of those links. That will bring you to the YouTube video that we are currently chaos comment bombing. By the way, if you just jumped onto the Trying to Chaos, you are right in the middle of a chaos comment bomb. And what you do is you click on the link and you leave a comment on the video, which will lead you to a YouTube video. And the comment could be something like, we say hi from the Shrine of Chaos. Or uh, 
Dave misses you, Uncle Adam, and uh, loves it when you talk about stuff in life. Uh, by the way, this is Tabletop Minions that we are Chaos Comment bombing, and it is Uncle Adam's channel that we are doing this for. And in fact, the name of the video is What Are We Doing For? Uh, hashtag Shelter in Hobby. Posted it a couple days ago. As, uh, in your comments, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> leave something to let him know that he has been Chaos Comment bombed by the Shrine of Chaos. That is the goal here. So as long as he knows and it's obvious, that's really, it doesn't matter what you put. By the way, he's got some really cool swag. I have one of his, I got a Pachow. I have a Pachow shirt and I like it. It's really cool design, logo, and it's just fun. Just a lot of fun. Nice fit too. I like the way it fits. Just saying. You like that shirt? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was Uncle Adam. Yeah, that's Uncle Adam. Yeah, that's my shirt. Uh, Jim White. Oh, look at that, Jim White. May you have a great day. Uh, yes, you have a great day. And it's been a while since I've seen your tiger lily, but uh, I'm happy to see it. And I love how it sticks out amongst the rest of the stuff. It's so, so funny every single time your name sticks out. Ah, I just love seeing that. So much fun. It's ridiculous how the simplest thing makes me so happy the shrine of chaos made you do it huh oh i see i bring a comment bomb from the shrine of chaos says chase uh opolka that's how i'm gonna say your last name not sure if that's how you say it but that is how it was said and now it is immortalized in stone blood for the blood god says that sundas disflux says that I said that you had to leave a comment. That isn't necessarily true. Now, if a demon prince was standing beside your bedside at nighttime saying, leave a comment on Uncle Adam's video, then it would be true. You have been targeted by the Shrine of Chaos. Uh, yes, you have, Uncle Adam. So wouldn't it be funny if Uncle Adam was watching this and he chaos comment bombed himself? That would be funny, I think. I would like that. Um, and you know what? I, I must say, I miss Uncle Adam. He came up for the grand opening of the Mini Wargaming Bunker, and he was here. He spent some time with us. I met him many years ago. Um, where did I meet him in person? It was either at uh, Valhalla or at, like, Adepticon or something. Maybe even Gen Con many years ago. I don't quite remember. I just know that uh, I liked talking to him. And uh, I miss him because we have some good conversations. Super smart guy. Let's see. Uh, Dave wants to remake the old Inquisitor game. Uh, I mean, as much as... Okay, we're going back to the comments now. Reading the comments from the chat and uh, going... To, so if you want to leave comments in the chat, I will be uh, responding to them. I'm not necessarily remaking the old Inquisitor game. I'm just simply creating a new one. <laughs> it sounds like I'm remaking it, but I'm not. Definitely not remaking anything. I'm just simply crafting something from scratch that, uh, and basing it off of something that I, I have a lot of fun doing. Why did the bot spam 
out the link. Uh, that was that was actually me deliberately, and the reason why I do that is because uh, if I only put one link out and then a bunch of people comment, then the link might get lost because you know it goes up too quick. But if there's a block of links, then it doesn't matter which one you click on, and it's, it's visually it's easier to see it. Good day from corn. Well, Melentent, good day back to you. Bomb drops says little rocker dude. By the way, little rocker dude, I want to see, I want to see the little rocker dude, because that to me sounds like a baby boy with sunglasses, and he's playing Warhammer. That that's what I picture in my mind when I see that name. Not from you, just joined, huh? Yeah, no, that was me. Definitely not you. I don't see anyone leaving comments. That makes me think that something's wrong with the chat. And if something's wrong with the chat, I'm just going to refresh it. I'm going to refresh the chat just to make sure it's working. Because it's been a while. All right, there you go. Chat test. It's working. I see it. Country Gaming ND. Very, very good. Hello. Back to you. I see it now. It's working now. Thank you for testing, guys. I appreciate all, and I appreciate everything. Very, very good. I like it. Thank you very much. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to go back to editing, because that's what I was doing before the Shrine of Chaos, and I appreciate your input on this new campaign idea. Now, this is something that it's going to be... <coughs> Excuse me. This is something that will take uh, many, many weeks to flesh out uh, adequately enough to my satisfaction. So uh, I'll be discussing more, and I'll, I'll, let, I'll be letting you know some things that I actually do for it. And I'll probably be making some assets like I did for the Fallout campaign and the Resident Evil campaign uh, because just a lot of fun to do. And uh, that's one of my most, uh, one of the aspects of creating a campaign that I enjoy the most is actually creating those physical assets that you can hold in your hand. They're tactile. They're, they're things you collect and add them to your character. That Those are, for me, they're just fun. So much fun doing, which I now understand why Dana, my daughter, said that that was her favorite aspect of playing the Fallout campaign was create, was collecting stuff adding it to her character's inventory and just going throughout the missions and picking up weapons and items and making her character better. There's there's such a huge amount of satisfaction when it comes to that. <clears throat> it would be awesome if the player had access to requisitioned troops like the way he finds items. You know, disposal assets or disposable assets. Yes, that uh, was actually an idea that somebody had. Uh, Actually, no, that's that's a hybrid of ideas because someone had the idea of requisitioning troops and somebody had the idea of disposable items, but having disposable assets where you get to use them once a mission, that's pretty cool. I like that. <clears throat> so uh, thank you very much, guys, for joining me today in uh, today's Shrine of Chaos. Stay tuned next week for the Shrine of Chaos. It will most likely be happening at 1 p.m. Eastern Time because that's how it's been happening for years and for a long time. I will happen to be late today. Uh, 
to be honest, I completely lost track of time. Uh, normally, I, I have a routine, but I'm slightly off routine right now, uh, working from home. And I was right in the middle of editing, and it was like 2 o'clock. I'm like, oh my goodness, I missed it. I can't believe I missed it. And so I just figured I'd come on uh, spontaneously afterwards. And so thanks for joining, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed, and stay tuned next week.